<clears throat> Good morning and welcome to KLE. This is uh, the podcast where you are equipped in the kingdom mindset with your host, Sean Smith. And today I'm talking about role modeling as part of a mentoring process. Kingdom leaders, that's what you do. You model for others. It's a, it's a vital part of your influence in how you influence people around you, those that you lead, um, those in society, those that are in your culture. Uh, you lead by example. You lead by modeling to them. And in a sense, you you are a role model. And that modeling, in fact, writes something upon their life. Someone said we must not hold um, up. Oh, Day-to-day modeling is far and away our highest form of influence. Our day-to-day modeling is far and away our highest form of influence. So every day as we live, we in fact are imparting something to people. Do you know that people, and I'm talking like those that follow you, those that watch your life, I'm speaking specifically to those in leadership roles today, And that could be as a parent as well, that people identify with what they see. So children and and, um, people around you that you are influencing as a leader are identifying with what they see and what they feel far more than what they hear. So you are writing a, a letter in their life, if you may. You're writing something into their life by how you behave, by how you are with people. You are writing something into their life. Do you know that your mentees, your disciples, um, the people following you, your children are most dependent, vulnerable, needful of love, acceptance, and belonging. There's that, that sense they need to be nurtured. So as you mature in your, in your leadership, people around you are going to, as they become part of what you're doing, they're dependent, they're vulnerable, they need love, acceptance, and belonging. I want to say this is that, that in that nurturing phase of life is when the experiences that we have and Specifically, as parents, you need to think about this, is that the experiences that you, you have when you, as a child or growing up or as you're becoming into maturity, these shape your life. Your parents and other role models actually um, are the role models in your life, and they have a deeper effect on us than we or influence on us than we imagine or and that you can imagine that you're having on their life. You are, in fact, scripting something. You are, in fact, writing some kind of plan into their life of behavior, of thinking patterns. So what you write into their life, in fact, becomes who they are, becomes their role in life. So they begin to live it out as well. So you've written a pattern into their life on on because of their experiences, what they see and what they experience with you, how they feel and what they see in you. So um, patterns or, or roles 
are emotionally absorbed rather than uh, chosen in our life. We act and, and think the way we do because of the way the, what we experienced as we were growing up. And that's why leadership is such an immense responsibility, especially when you're leading people. When you're leading a team, when you are a leader in people's lives and you're nurturing them into maturity, into uh, molding and shaping them into their potential, it's vitally important that we that we what they see and what they experience um, is what's actually going to take them to be the person they need to be, because you are scripting them, you are writing a script for their role, for their part in life. And as I said, you know, people identify with what they see and what they feel far more than what they hear. So it's not, you know, my, my dad always used to say, uh, don't uh, do as I tell you, don't do as I do. Well, that doesn't work like that, you know, because I'm going to follow what he does. As a child, that's what you do. And as a mentee, you know, we have all grown up in, in the kind of, you know, situation when we're young and we 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 in church, we want to be like the pastor. We want to be like the leaders, you know, and and that can be. Uh, that's an immense responsibility. We we have the responsibility as kingdom leaders to reflect the heart of the Father, to reflect the, the the behavior of Jesus in what we do. It's not talking about perfection, but it's talking about really how we live it out, how we stand for something, and you know they they in fact are watching that, and it's it's um, uh, it's fashioning and forming their future, and so. You know, you need to understand that role modeling is the most basic responsibility of the leader, of, of a parent. Role modeling is your most critical. It's the most powerful way of influencing your children for the future is your example. And sometimes we, we actually mess that up quite badly. So we're handling life's life's written role, future role in our children, and they will be acted out for much of the rest of their life. And so, you know, it takes it takes a transformation then for them to, a massive transformation then for them to rewrite that pattern that's been written into their life. So again, our day-to-day -day modeling is far and away our highest form of influence. And so you, you cannot be you, you cannot be too twofold or, or two standards with a high moral uh, sort of form, um, uh, high moral principles, and then plow back into into you know wrong living or wrong you know talking. We spend most of our life, if we spend most of our life as, as a grouch, as a critic, or unfeeling, or unloving, or uncaring, or inconsiderate of people, but we want to hold some high moral ground. You gotta understand is is what we do is what they follow is what's written into them. I hope this is clear enough to you that in summary is that as a leader, and this is what we gotta understand is like people are not they what they see before they hear what we say, and so the way we approach things, do they want to be part of what you are part of? By, by what they see in you. And that's the important thing is like, what do you stand for? And, and, uh, and how do you behave that out? You know, values is not, values are not just things that you, that you uh, sort of 
tick off on a on a tablet. And unfortunately, most most Christians don't even know what their values are. They don't even know what they stand for. You know, it's just that, and they, most, a lot of Christians that just want to get out of out of here. They just want to go to heaven. So they they in deep study of of you know end times, but they've got no idea of why they are here. And and we. We are the influences. We are the kingdom influences. We are the we are the yeast of the earth, the salt of the earth. You know, we are the light that, that that Jesus wants to use. And light doesn't say I'm I'm shining. Light just shines. And so what you know, the essence of who you are. What are you scripting? What are you writing? What pattern are you writing into your children, into your mentees, into into your team, into those that follow you? What do they see? Do they see a critic or, or unfeeling, uncaring, unloving, or do they see somebody that is uh, considerate and caring and, and 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 loving, but somebody who has conviction? That's the important thing. So, because that's what they're going to live in the future. That script. That's what's going to impact on their life. So, remember, remember that ninety percent of what people do is because of what they have experienced with you, what they, what, what they have seen rather than what they've heard. So before you go out preaching, who are you? Who are you with the team? How are you? Are you some kind of boss, lord, dictator? You know, are you austere, hard, harsh? Um, are you, you know, I don't know. <laughs> there's, there's so many negative things that you can be because uh, that's what they're going to become. That's what they, you know, you cannot help it. You're communicating something always. And so if you're a parent, what are you putting into your child? What are they seeing? What are they reading? What are they learning? Because that's what they're going to become. And you cannot hold this duplicity in your life and say, well, you know, we believe this and I stand for that and, and preach and preach and talk nice, but actually, you do the opposite. You live the opposite. You deep dive into being a complainer, a critic. You know, um, you indulge. You indulge the darkness. You know, is that that's what they're going to become? Do you want your children to become that? Do you want your mentees, your team, your organization to be that? I remember working in an organization, and. Uh, I left for a while and I came back a few years later, like three years later, and something had transitioned in the in the organization. It was a national organization. It was a corporate um, company. And uh, I, I arrived in this company and everybody, when I came back, and uh, I, I had actually, Michelle and I had gone and planted a church in another city and... Um, and we handed the church over and went back to, I went back to a corporate job. And um, when I walked into this organization, I was, I was ab absolutely gobsmacked because everybody was sleeping with everybody else in the whole company. Everybody was having affairs and, and, and uh, sleeping with, you know, the reps were sleeping with each other. We went on a sales conference and, um, I just went to my room and watched TV. They were all, I mean, they were all in each other's rooms and, and it was crazy stuff. And, and um, I wondered why, why was this happening? You know, and, I, and, and then I discovered 
what was happening is the managing director was having an affair with one of the sales reps, and he was, in fact, uh, favoring her because of his affair with her. And so, you know, he couldn't hold a high ethical moral ground in the company or demand it from everybody else because he was the gateway. He he set the he set the pace within the organization, and it was so it was so overt in in his life that it just began began to you know f- be be a flood that flooded the whole headquarters of the of the organization. Everybody, not why. I'm saying everybody, I'm generalizing. Of course, it wasn't everybody because I wasn't doing it. And and there were other people that weren't doing it. But the seduction and the flirtation and the affairs that was going on, it was absolutely beyond, you know, beyond reason, beyond, you know, common sense. It it should not have been. But he had opened the door because his his relationship with this uh, young lady was so overt and and so it just began to open up all sorts of things in the organization. So, you know, he couldn't stand up and say, this has got to stop. He, he couldn't demand, you know, an ethical, moral um, standard in the company because he was the one that was violating it. He was the one that was opening it up. And so we see this in governments. We see this in, in, uh, in churches, in organizations is where the leader – uh, begins to script something for the organization, for his family, for his, for his ministry, and everybody picks up on it. And and uh, uh, you know that's what the, becomes the 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 role that gets played out by everybody. If the leader is austere, everybody is religiously austere. If if the leader, you know, has uh, a considerate, caring insight, then so do the others. And, and uh, I've learned this by hard lessons, and I'm sure that you may have too. But, you know, dads, what are you scripting into your children? Leaders, what are you scripting into your people uh, wherever you are? And, and you know, if moms, what are you, you raising the children at home or you have an input at home? What are you, what are you scripting into them and, and, and into society? You know, it's like how do people – what do people think of you? You know, Jesus was thought of somebody that was approachable. He he could be approached. He, you know, he would spend dinners with them. I mean, Zacchaeus climbed out of the tree and, and uh, Jesus said, I'm coming to dinner with you tonight. And he was like not a very cool guy. <laughs> he was a bit of a, he, he, you know, he was stealing from people. He was another scam artist like Matthew. And, and, uh, but, and, and yet, you know, Jesus influenced by coming to dinner with him, and and just sharing who he is and being who he is changed Zacchaeus's life, and he he re- restored to people what he had stolen from them, and his whole life turned around. So, how are you in society? How do how do people read you? How how are you viewed? What scripting? What what pattern are you writing into people's lives? And uh, and after today, I really thought about. You know, dads, what are you writing into your children's life? What do they what do they see and experience? Because this is emotionally adopted rather than a chosen way of life. If if you're not happy with what you see in your children, then you've got to think about what you're scripting into them. And so that's what I want to encourage you today as kingdom leaders. Let's be the transformation. Let's be the transformation that this world needs, that our culture needs. 
Thank you for being with me. Until next time, this is Sean from KLE saying good day and have a wonderful weekend.